This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch. Joe and the squad will be talking all about Ed Sheeran and Beyonce's new perfect duet, Bjork and K. Michelle, so stick around for that in just a moment. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can even leave us a review or rating if you'd like. Please do so. And if you want to learn more about Billboard's podcast, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcast. So today on Must Hear Music, uh, the guys will be talking about, as we mentioned earlier, Beyonce and Ed Sheeran's new Perfect Duet. It's a redo of Sheeran's previously solo Perfect number from his album Divide, which of course came out earlier this year. They reissued the song last week. So if you're listening to this now, this week, depending on when you're listening to it, it actually came out on November 30th, like towards the end of the day. And it actually already impacted the Hot 100 this week, where the uh, perfect song actually went five to three on the Hot 100. And many of us are wondering, could the power of Beyonce help lift this song to number one on the Billboard Hot 100? If it does, and this would happen next week, so we would announce this new Hot 100 on December 11th. If it happens, it would be Sheeran's second number one, and it would give Beyonce her first number one in, uh, like, over nine years. She hasn't been number one since Single Ladies. Put a ring on it way, way back in 2008. So Joe and the team will be talking about all that stuff, and if you want to find out more about all the chart projections and forecasts and stuff for Perfect, make sure to visit Billboard.com. And until then... Let's get into it on Muster Music. Hello and welcome to the Muster Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What is up? I'll tell you what's up. We've got the last Muster Music prior to Best of 2017 Muster Music Podcast. So this is our last regular one for the year. Wow. And then we've got the old the old year wrap up. Everyone will talk about their faves. Our faves. Our, you know, forgotten gems. Cannot wait. Et cetera. So just start thinking about that, guys. I'm I'm curious as to what our faves were last year. 
I don't even really remember. Um, I'm sure we could go back and listen. I mean, I don't even know what came out last year. <laughs> what did I like last year? <laughs> That's a valid question. <laughs> I'll look it up while you uh, start <laughs> oh, talking. I guess Lemonade would have been, like, probably the... Yeah, the, the, last the, year the, the big ones were, like, thing. Lemonade, Blonde, Pablo. The Blonde wasn't huge for me, even though I love um, Frank Ocean. Tribe Called but... Quest. Yeah. I'm gonna have to think of what. Yeah. Anyways. Um. But yeah. All right. So let's uh let's let's not get out of ourselves. Though. Hey, so hey. Um. Oh, talking about some new-ish music. Um. Let's open with the the biggest. This is one of my picks, and not pick necessarily because I like it, but just because I think it is indeed must hear music because it's just. <laughs> it's just it's you can't. anyways. It's Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. I have a song oh, called wow. Perfect Duet. I had no idea what you were talking about. You just can't. I mean, like. Like, you have to listen to it. Like, Ed Sheeran did a song with Beyonce. Like, if you live on planet Earth and have a mild interest in pop culture, you're gonna, you should give <laughs> this song a lot of people, I know a lot of people who would disagree, but... I uh, did not listen to it until yeah, today. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but it's just... It's crazy. I just don't... Beyonce. I just don't understand why this happened. Ed I don't Sheeran. get it either. Like, aside from the fact that, like, it'll probably do well, and it's a big look for both of them, um... It's just so bizarre. Like, why does Beyonce have a song with Ed Sheeran? Especially after doing that song with Eminem, which also wasn't that good. Well, it's kind of like the... the, Now it's a trend because she had the Mehente remix, which was good. What other odd features can I do this year? Um, Then she did Walk on Water with Eminem. Mm -hmm. And now Ed Sheeran. (laughs) I mean, her anyway, so it's like it's a very Ed Sheeran song. It's called Perfect Duet, which it is not. Um, It's not called Perfect Wait, perfect what? duet. Yeah, it's no. Perfect parentheses. No, it's literally perfect duet. Well, no, wait. it's perfect duet. It's, it's not in parentheses. There's no parentheses. No, it it's is literally, it's literally called perfect, perfect duet. duet. <laughs> All right, my mistake then. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it is very funny. <laughs> From perfect to perfect duet. Right. How one, how one <laughs> superstar changed Ed Sheeran's song forever. Um, so, quick aside. Uh, these uh, the must hear music from last year. Mm-hmm. David Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah. Gallant. Right. I love Gallant. Marin Morris. Eh. Yeah, she's great. Oh, getting an eh from Lindsay. Wow. Uh, King, my favorite R and B album. Oh from yeah, last year. yeah. You were hung up on uh, that. the 1975 and mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper. Oh yeah. Huh. 2016. Man, what a year. 2016 for <laughs> you. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, so you picked this, right? I picked Joe? this. It's a very Ed Sheeran song. He looks distraught. <laughs> yeah, what's going I'm on, I'm just, man? I don't know. I just don't, I'm so. Dancing in the dark. It just sucks. Like, it's, it doesn't <laughs> even. between my Okay, here's the thing. It doesn't suck. It's fine. It's just so, like, lame. And, like, she it sounds is. great. He sounds great. It's just, like, so, just. No one asked for this, you know. We didn't need it. Um, Can I tell you guys what my reaction to, reaction to Perfect is? I guess this is the podcast to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, like, more than anything, so I, I, I don't really care for this song. It's not, you know, it's whatever. But my, mm-hmm. my, more than anything, like, I'm just, like, constantly impressed by how easily it seems like Ed Sheeran can write songs for weddings. Like, this song <laughs> sounds mm-hmm. like it will be at weddings for that's the next a huge 50 thing. years like yeah. that's like mm-hmm. the that, proposal song of yeah. the year already it really does seem like it's almost transcends being like a huge hit it's like yeah already like a, it, it, it's kind of how i felt when um that that dumb black eyed pea song i got a feeling right was everywhere, yeah. where you're just like damn man like you you guys you guys 
crack the code of that's like true. You gotta wedding respect receptions. The craft yeah, that. And like yeah. this is this sounds like it will be at every wedding for the next. But now the big debate is: Are they going to go with perfect or perfect duet? Uh, you can't put both in a wedding playlist. You have to choose. Or per- well, I guess there's three options. Uh huh. There's perfect. There's perfect duet, and then there's the Lipshots approved option: perfect illusion. So <laughs> I would say that that is the best wedding. It was a probably perfect not- duet. <laughs> I would say actually, perfect illusion probably not the best wedding song. Yeah, but it's a I still I, I it still Might as well play <laughs> Getaway Car. <laughs> oh man. Um, anyway, so those are my thoughts on Perfect Duet. I can't believe it's not. Is it really? Yes, called, it's, it's really, really called, called Perfect that. Duet. Yeah, which is crazy. I too was so, shocked. So Lindsay, what do you think about this? We've talked about it enough. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, like I said, I didn't listen to it until today because yeah. I had to. Yeah, yeah. Like not once was I slightly intrigued to be like, oh, that Beyonce Ed Sheeran song. I really just think gotta it's, listen. It's fascinating that it exists and that it happened and that she said yes to it and. I'm just, I just I'm just confused why she's doing like cool but mediocre features right now. Like the concept of her with Eminem, cool. Yeah. Mediocre. Right, right. The concept of her with Ed Sheeran, cool, but no thanks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Maybe yeah. the the people will prove us wrong. You know, if this becomes a a timeless wedding classic, you know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. This must-hear pan will just be a blip. <laughs> you know, in the uh, the universe's timeline or something I'm yep. talking about. Beautifully said. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just listen to Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. Perfect duet. My arms, barefoot on the grass, while listening to our favorite song. When I saw you in that dress, looking so beautiful, I don't. All right, that was Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. Um, Don't say that every day, hey? Sure as hell don't. Um, Let's talk about, um, what should we talk about next? Let's do, oh, let's do... uh, 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 Lindsay, K. Michelle, Kim K. is the song. Sometimes when you're waiting to decide what song to talk about next, mm-hmm. I feel like in recess when you'd be like drafted onto a team. Which definitely not <laughs> ever happened to me. Well, neither. So I was just like waiting for my mm-hmm. name, but you picked mine. So all is <laughs> yeah. well. <laughs> um, yes, K. Michelle. So we actually have a piece coming up in the mag Ooh. with her. Ooh. I really like fun. her. She's great. She, oh, she's amazing. I mean... It's her breaking down the stories behind her songs, and mm-hmm. this is one of them. I won't reveal too much. Gotta read it. Wow. <laughs> what a tease. That's um, great. No, but I, I actually think this song is important. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm not even a huge K. Michelle fan, but the way that she's basically talking about cultural appropriation in, mm-hmm. like, her fun, vibrant K. Michelle way is getting people to really pay attention to the song. I mean, especially because she used, like, one of pop culture's biggest icons, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um who she says she's a big fan of. So it's like yes. not a diss track in any yes. way. She's made that clear. But yeah, but I just think that she's raising a lot of interesting points. And like each lyric, there's a lot to unpack. Um, so I'm still like, I've listened to it a few times and I keep discovering new things. And I'm like, that's clever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like a very clever it is rap very song. Clever. 
Yeah, I I guess the only thing to add was yeah, I I totally agree. Where I was listening to it and halfway through, I was like, oh, I kind of want to like follow along with the lyrics. It was actually yeah. I was getting like little snippets here and there, but it was actually cool to see everything mapped out. And yeah, I mean, K. Michelle, um, who is one of the people who spoke out against uh, R. Kelly this year, mm-hmm. the former mentor. Um, so uh, yeah, she just uh, a really you know obvi- obviously the talent has always kind of spoken for itself, but she's she's just really sharp in terms of like the kind of topics that she wants to discuss so yeah yeah i i I really love this one too yeah i I agree she's she's really interesting she has a lot to say um she's musically eclectic i mean i think on her last album she even basically had a country song we've talked about her in the podcast she actually has talked a lot about wanting to go into country music that'd be weird yeah i mean like a whole album would be weird but um also i feel like doesn't like every pop star do that like Kelly Clarkson was like gonna make a country album and never happened. That's like true. Gaga talked about making a like everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna make a country album. Like, fact check. Do you want not. them to? No, I don't want them oh, to. So we're it's okay just an odd. It's just an odd trend. Yeah, it is of everyone like saying that. Um, anyways, though, uh, yeah, no, I love this. Like, really, really good pick. Um, I love especially like the 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 rare hip hop song with like a looped piano riff is just I know like, it's like like a piano riff looped like kind of chopped up and looped and then over a beat is just it sounds so good and, it and I think she enough. harmonizes with herself at one point too just like a lot of cool elements that are yeah. typically on a right. hip hop song so and it's like I just it's also like less than three minutes and it just packs so much in like mm-hmm. lyrically like it feels so complete like it's just a really solid like exciting song yeah um. And I don't know if, like, I, you know, I guess because it's Kim's called Kim K, it'll probably get some more attention than it would otherwise. But I do yeah. hope, like, um, this will, like, kind of bring her to a wider audience because I feel mm-hmm. like, not like she's Pretty not cool. doing yeah. well, but, like, she, she I, should yeah, be Yeah, I totally than agree. Is, and sure. I think this will because people see Kim K on anything and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, click, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, <laughs> click, I gotta find out what that is. Uh, can I click on this? I <laughs> guess I will. It's time. <laughs> And just pressing your finger into a magazine page. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to click this article open. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the oh, thing. that's sad. That, yeah, that'll be uh, toddlers when they when they With see their budget. first magazine after after years of using the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, let's let's listen to it. So, K. Michelle, Kim K., here it is. up in facts, because ain't shit real, and ain't shit funny, so fuck how you feel. All right, let's do a Jason pick. What's um, up, man? Let's do uh, The Way Life Goes. Oh, Lil Uzi Vert featuring Nicki Minaj. So this is the remix. This is the remix. Um, to uh, one of the highlights on his, at least in, you know, in, as far as I'm concerned, one of the highlights. I love album. this song. I love this I, song. I love this did you guys see well. the video that came out a couple days ago? No, I did uh, not. You guys should check it out. Um, uh, Uzi's kind of like tied up on a tree and looking mm-hmm. sad. But, you know, that's okay. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I loved this song when it came out on Love is, Ra- Love is Rage 2, and I just think that, like, it's, it's, it's cool when the right song gets, like, a, a high wattage remix, mm-hmm. like, adding Nicki Minaj. Um, Nicki sounds great. It, it's, it, it pains me because, um, 
um, when the song came out a couple weeks ago, the remix came out a couple weeks ago, I was talking to uh, Ross over here at, mm-hmm. at Billboard, and he didn't like the remix. And I was like, why? And he said, because of the last line of Nikki's verse. And the last line is she she um, she's rhyming like TSA and like yeah. PTA, and she ends the verse with, uh, and I get bread the pita way. And I was like, and pay I me f- it's pay me flat bread. That's what the it is. Yeah, pay me flat bread. <laughs> the yeah, the pita way. And I'm and oh, I, I I love you that. love I'm that. There for I that. can't. No, I it's like ruined it. it, it it's ruined it a little bit I'm for never me. We're gonna say no to a pita pun. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, you are the pun king. Um, That's true. But aside, I guess aside from that, uh, the verse is great, and yeah, it's just like. Um, Everything about that song, I, I listen to that song a lot, and um, everything about it is just so interesting to me. Like, I love the fact that it kind of starts, like, in Meteor Ray of just, mm-hmm. like, this full throttle verse and then, like, pulls back to this kind of woozy, like, sing-song, like, mm-hmm. R&B mode. And then if you pay attention to the tempo, it just, like, gradually ramps itself back up into that kind of that um that beginning it's just mm-hmm. really it's like it's it's like elliptical in a way it's yeah, really interesting totally. to me yeah it's very hypnotic and kind of like reassuring yeah and, i mean which i guess is what it, the, the song is supposed to be yeah. about like you'll get over it things will be fine yeah mm-hmm. um no i think it's a really strange beautiful song definitely one of my favorites on the album and yeah and i love that like you said nikki's on it um I love that, like, it's a pretty substantial add to it. Like, it's not, like, a quick 20-second spit. It's, like, almost a full minute, and then she comes back for the last 30 seconds to sing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I also like how that's done, the singing at the end, because it's not, like, similar to the way the song is mixed. Like, it's it's pretty, like, it's, like, half there. Like, she's mm-hmm. singing, but it sounds like it's, like, more, like, going in and out of reality. Like, yeah. it's there, but it's kind of not there. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting. I think it's it's a good uh, it's a good pairing, actually, those two. And you wouldn't expect that, necessarily. So good. What, what do you think, Linz? Um, I have one note, and it mm-hmm. is, I this is what I literally wrote, need to listen to Love is Rage 2. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. And then Jason bracketed it for me. I did. It, it really is. It's in my it's top ten one of those albums. Year. I know, and that's what everyone's saying, and it just... Like passed me by. I never listened to it, so but that's it's in my top twenty. Um, I do love how lengthy the feature was. I feel like it was like a true feature mm-hmm. rather than yeah. the other song you picked, which I'll get into later. Oh wow! Um, Ooh. Right? Yeah. yeah. But so I appreciated that. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Very quick. Uh, can I tell you guys a quick little Uzi Vert anecdote from last yeah. night? What if we said no? <laughs> I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Um, I thought you had a hard out, so I don't know if we have time for this. Yeah, anecdote, I do Jason. have a hard out. Well, all right, we got some time. So uh, I was working late last night, and um, and I get out of work, and um, I'm really hungry. It's like 9.30. I haven't eaten dinner. Lulu so, Bear rolls up with a sandwich. <laughs> throws it to I you. wish. So I go to uh, Chipotle, and um, I go in, and um, they're shut. Like It's like late, so they're like shutting down, and um, they're like listening to their own music instead of like mm-hmm. the store music. And they're listening to Lil Uzi Vert Sauce It Up, which is mm-hmm. a couple tracks before um, this one on, on Love is Rage 2. And I, like, I'm they like, oh, like, sauce it, like, when when they're, like, oh, mild, medium, oh or high. Oh, my God. I was oh like, God. oh, like, no. medium, sauce it up. And they, like, 
I think they got it, but like did like or it, it seemed like it registered, but like they just Were did they not think it was funny at all. Yeah, I was embarrassed. Oh I'm not gonna awesome, lie, I'm, I was embarrassed. Um, oh my god! But yeah, it's Joel they were and just Kevin. like, oh, get out of here. If <laughs> 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 they refused me service, <laughs> right. like, no sauce for you, sir. Yeah, I know. Uh, well. I that's that's pretty it. awesome. That, that was worth <laughs> no the diversion. Yeah. Um, all right, let's listen to it. So it's uh, The Way Life Goes, uh, uh, Lulu's Yvert featuring. I swear that you'll get over it. And I know you're sad and tired. you got nothing left to give. Yeah. You'll find another life to live. I know that you'll get over it. See, I tied up my rap, you strapped up your rig. Diamonds on your neck, I saw on my Compliment myself. She don't want me on running wild. You know I respect her on that level. All right, uh, that was Nikki and Uzi. Let's do um what should we do next? We're doing the we're doing the draft mm-hmm. again. Oh, um well, we'll do my other pick. So uh mm. Bjork, new Bjork yeah. album called Utopia. Mm-hmm. Um girl. the song I picked from it is called Lost. That's lost with three S's because it's Bjork. Typo, so but... something has to be weird. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, so I would I'll say the new I'm a you know big Bjork fan. I loved her last album, Volnikura. Um she's reuniting with producer Arca, who worked on Volnikura and who also produced uh, or released a, a really excellent self-titled album this year. I'm pretty sure it was this year. Um, and yeah, it was this year. So yeah, so it's uh, <clears throat> pardon. So the the Volney Care was like kind of a a really harsh breakup record. Um, this is a, you know still kind of coming to terms with like uh, splitting with her husband and moving on, but it's it's a much happier one. Like you know we kind of progress. Like we start with her still sad on this album and move toward like her finding sort of a new happiness. Um, Loss is kind of like in the middle of the record and in the middle of that period. Um, and it's, it's a pretty, it's just a, like, here's what I like about this song in particular. And then the album in general is that, um, Arca does his Arca thing, which is kind of this, um, like mechanical, fuzzy, industrial clanging. Um, but then, so like, that's what a lot of his music is. Um, but then he like has that pushing up against like almost the exact opposite, like this very, um, delicate there's like delicate harps playing there's woodwinds horns like just very kind of like what you would almost consider like stereotypically nice music like if you were going to have music Mm -hmm. playing during like an idyllic scene where like people are in paradise and there's nymphs flying around and (laughs) people eating grapes and fans and shit wow this is different versions of paradise yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) like the grecian ideal of paradise is what i'm thinking the Uh, the lynchian ideal of paradise exactly so so yeah so there's this, this really beautiful music and then these harsher sounds pushing up against it um and they don't like melodically they don't go together they definitely work up, you know against each other um and it's just really fascinating and like compelling and I'm there for it I will say first time I listened to the album start to finish was not super into it it took me two or three times to to really fall in love with it but but now I'm on board All so right. cool man what what did y'all think of it I'm still look Bjork's one of my favorite all all-time favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you that I'm like starting to get into this album. I listened to it. The problem was I listened to it on a plane mm-hmm. and like yeah, don't listen to music for the first time yeah. on a yeah. plane. You can no. barely hear anything. Right. It's like um so yeah, now I'm like Plus you were flying <laughs> the plane, so it's just you were, you were not <laughs> concentrating. Um 
I, all I want to <laughs> say, and this is, yeah, I, I agree that this is definitely a standout of the album. Um, I, I just want to say that like, yeah, as, as in terms of like her breakup album, her last album, this is like finding new love. I, I just want to say, and, and I mean, absolutely no, you know, I hope in all seriousness, I hope Bjork's doing okay. I'm glad it mm-hmm. sounds like, you know, she's in a better place than she was a few years ago. I just want to say that if there is a like romantic comedy about Bjork's new like love life, <laughs> I'm all in on that. <laughs> Like some director, <laughs> please make that because I would absolutely love to watch that. That's all I gotta say. That's yeah, that's awesome. Wouldn't that be with, awesome? With Winona Ryder playing Bjork, throw back to <laughs> Winona Ryder doing Bjork in SNL like fifteen years ago. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be awesome. Anyway. I would definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, so Lindsay, are you a Bjork fan or what, what do you think about so, this? Uh, this is like one of those artists that just passed me by. Oh yeah. no. All I right. don't like what, when did she start becoming popular? I mean like 94? Yeah. Before you were born. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Literally before you were no, born. No, I was one year old. Um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just truly like if never really said, got into her. <laughs> if you had said like 2001, I would have been like, yeah, before you were born. I know. It doesn't matter as long yeah. as it's before 2017. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it, like it got to the point where I'm like, I'm too overwhelmed by this artist. I don't even know yeah. where to begin. Well, no, that's true. So, like, because she like, if you talk to a Bjork fan, which I wouldn't recommend ever doing, I never about speak Bjork, to Jason. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently not. No, it's it's tough because like everyone is going to tell you a different Bjork album you have to get into. I know. Like, I've and honestly, they're all long too. Like her albums are not. They're short. they're all long. I I'm pretty sure I know someone who oh, says every Bjork album is their favorite Bjork album. I mean, like different people. Different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite? The the first one actually, I mean the first debut. Debut. Uh, I guess technically she had like a jazz album in the eighties, and she had an album as a child. Mm, doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but yeah, debut huh. is probably my favorite. Yeah. It's just oh. dance pop with Bjork weirdness is perfect for me. Yeah. I mean, I oh, love. I do the few songs I've heard. I love. Always love the production on them. Mm-hmm. I loved the like very weird deconstructed ending at this one. Yeah. Um, it just literally sounds like everything is falling apart, but mm-hmm. in a somewhat melodic way. Yeah. And that's all I can offer. The cool thing, the cool <laughs> thing to me is that it really does seem like the last five years or so, there's been finally like a, a reevaluation. Of, I mean, I think that Bjork was always pretty clit- critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. um, but there was this there was this period of like I really want to say like ten years where everybody thought of her as like the swan dress. Like, do you know, mm-hmm. like, do you, totally. are, do you know what yeah. like the swan dress is? It's okay. If you I don't No, I mean, so she performed on the Oscars, uh, like 2000, 2001. Yeah, 2001 maybe. She had a dress that was literally like, not literally a swan, but it was a mm-hmm. swan. It was like a swan's neck, like drape, not a real swan, but it like looked like a swan. So and, a like, real swan. So, so <laughs> a real okay. swan. So the whole thing is that like, that was her big like thing. And it okay. got a lot of press and like, you know, like when I started getting into Bjork in college and I like started buying Bjork albums, my mom would be like, oh, like, isn't that like the swan dress? Oh, and like okay. my friends yeah. who like, like, and, like late night TV. That was like a joke for like five years. Yeah, for, like. for real. So now I think it's kind of nice that people have <laughs> more or less forgotten about that. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's still like I think of her for like outlandish outfits I and mean, yeah. album artwork. I think yeah. that's like. I didn't know about that specific one, but I always associate yeah. that with her. I'm, gl- I'm glad you well, didn't know about that. It's kind of like that. Gaga in the meat dress. Like, it's kind of yeah. true, yeah. If you brought up Gaga to someone over 35, <clears> like, <throat> after that meat dress happened, like, that was all they would know and say about yeah. her. It was, and, it, it, and that lasts for, like, a good two years, Yeah, really. And 
I don't know if this fits, but Lana Del Rey's SNL where she was just like stiff and motionless. That's a perfect. That was, yeah, that was really bad though, and I love her. Yeah, but, but that's what everyone talked that's about. True. That's her. a perfect. Yeah, that's a perfect like modern comparison. Because yeah, that 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 is the thing is like for a number of like even after her second album, people mm-hmm. were like, oh, that SNL girl. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who talked like that. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Your mom, I guess. Yeah, oh, I guess oh, I literally. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I just like I had I had friends like when I was in college and getting into Bjork. Like I said, I had friends who were, like into rock music who just like would clown on me for buying mm-hmm. Bjork. Like, oh, that that swan dress lady. Ah. How like, wrong they was. were. Yeah. And where are those friends now? Dead. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't think Are they dead. okay? <laughs> they're fine. Do you still have friends? <laughs> yeah. What if I, what if they clowned on me for liking Bjork and I, I was like, I'll never see you again. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Um, all right. Those there many diversions. <laughs> yeah, I'm not angry about it. That was a lot. Uh, let's listen to it. Bjork Loss from new album Utopia. <laughs> That was New Bjork. Uh, next up, let's do Jason's other pick. It's pretty much featuring French Montana. Uh, so one of the, one of the new I boy bands. I see what bands. you did there. Yeah. Well, we did. We remember we, we yeah. talked about both of the boy bands a while back. And oh yeah. We you had like distinct tones. Pretty for much thing. Yeah. What's the other one called? Why don't, Why don't we? we? Why don't we? Yeah. Yeah, you have to say it as a question. Yeah. Why don't we? Why Anyways, don't we? So pretty much uh, the all caps boy band from Simon Cowell. Yeah. Uh, it has a song with French Montana. It's called No More, and Jason selected it because dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a great song uh, that <laughs> I, I want to listen to. No more. <laughs> wow! Well done. Look yeah. at us bantering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's. I think the song's fun. I, I don't know. Like it's just. It's fun to me. Both pretty much and why don't we? But especially pretty much. They just leans so heavily into like the late 90s boy band aesthetic mm-hmm. that it's just like it's so jarring to me to hear it over like modern production and with like yeah. French Montana and like it just it 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 really does sound like almost like I don't want to say like a sample but it it that's how steeped in yeah. like pop history that <laughs> sound is mm-hmm. like and they're they're kind of excavating it for this song um they're so uh do you mind was their their uh, previous single, which I, I that song grew on me. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, like, like that, that song. song. Yeah. Um, this one, you know, I think that I think it could be a little bit stronger, especially the fact that like they're trying out with a rapper and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still mm-hmm. think it's kind of fun. Like if this came on on the radio, like I, I would be like, ah, oh, okay, sure, sure. That's not a, that's not <laughs> like a ring, that's like a, not like a ringing endorsement, but like more than anything Might i'm just as like well hear music yeah well, <laughs> i think it's definitely worth checking out just because it's really interesting to me and it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they continue like exploring this uh this kind of retro sound even with you know contemporary uh, yeah. featured artists so yeah lindsay lindsay disagrees well 
French Montana is barely on this song. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be true. Um, he comes in at like the last minute for a few seconds. It's fine. And just yells Montana. It's yeah. like if they were singing inside of McDonald's, he like went through the drive-through. <laughs> they like, recorded some, some of his audio through the speaker and then peeled <laughs> we're out singing inside of McDonald's. Wow, what an interesting image. <laughs> Well, um, hey, the music isn't paying for everything just yeah. yet, so they got to make ends meet. You no, know? you're right. That's it for me. Yeah. That's it. Um, what do you think, Joe? I like it. I like them. I mean, I think they're really good vocalists. I think if you pay like close attention, they're harmonizing. They're actually doing interesting is maybe an exaggeration, but but they're doing pretty expert things with mm-hmm. the way they're melting their voices together. Um, I like the Spanish guitar flourishes. Yeah. I think it's good. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm there for it. I don't like it. Didn't knock my socks off. You will note. For those of you in the room, my socks They're are still, still on, on my still foot. On, yeah. um, it's good. No, I mean, it's good. I do, yeah, like, I'm waiting for them. I do think and hope that they will put out something that, like, is a clear, like, breakthrough song. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think this is it yet. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, think back to when Fifth Harmony came out. Like, they like tries. They had many, many tries before they finally, like, really, you know, landed. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll see with these guys. Cool, man. All right, so uh, pretty much no more. Let's listen to it. That was pretty much uh, next and last a Lindsay pick. We have a first aid kit. Song is called Fireworks, and it take it away. Um, yes, yeah, so it's the third single off an upcoming album, Runes, out January nineteenth. From so they're like the Swedish sister duo, mm-hmm. folksy pop. I think the song is beautiful. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the other two that they released, but this is definitely the most like subdued and really soft of the three. I have not listened to the other two songs. I know there are other albums, but I've been... Yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I just think that this is really beautiful. They, I mean, something about sisters singing together, their harmonies are just always incredible. Yeah. There's a, yeah Maybe because they're cool, related. There's, I don't know. there's <laughs> a, like, a folk thing, too. Um, like, there's so many like folk singers who are like families. I know. Well, so they kind of this song kind of reminds me of The Staves, this sister trio, Bon Iver's, like backing mm-hmm. vocalists. Um, it sounds a little bit like that, but I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. And the line... Um, I'm the only one at the finish line. I thought that was really sadly poetic. Mm-hmm. Like, she's putting in this effort, but she's, like, the only yeah. one there at the end. That is sad. Yeah. I like is. the line where she was, because baby, you're a firework. Now, or, uh, Are you quoting <laughs> Katy Perry? Go up, up, up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the line that's like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? <laughs> you um, can leave. There's some really good lines in this you're one. You're ruining this for me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I am ruining it. <laughs> what I I really liked this song. Um, I thought it was definitely a highlight of uh, Teenage Dream. Although I I liked California <laughs> Girls right, bye too. Guys. <laughs> Glad to be here. Um, no, <laughs> man, that was that was mean. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I think that this will replace Katy Perry's fireworks as the Fourth of July anthem. Probably. It has the same upbeat yeah. tempo. Yeah, gets the crowd going. Right. I really like First Aid Kid. Um, I've seen them. I've just happened to see them live a bunch of times, and they're always really great. I thought this was a little sleepy. Um, beautifully sleepy. Beautifully <laughs> sleepy. 
Uh, I'm excited to hear the album because I, I like um, their last album was really good. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought that like it's it's hard to kind of at least for me, obviously, um, you know, people have different tastes, but it, just for me, it's it's hard to kind of cut through uh, and really grab attention um, with that sort of more hushed indie folk sound. Yeah. Um, and I think they did it with their last album. This one is a little, I don't know. It didn't really grab me, but, um, you know, I'll check it out in, in January. It comes out, right? Yes. It's not so much like a grabbing song. It's like a graceful, graceful tap on the shoulder. It's not even a tap. <laughs> hey, it's like when some, like a, Graceful slide over a, sh- a like graceful a- slide. <laughs> <laughs> like even a tap is too strong. <laughs> yeah, the fingers almost brush up against you. Yeah, like you barely. feel some energy, but like yeah. you're not fully being touched. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say I like it. But to actually speak seriously about it, I like it. Um, it's I, I don't know. Like I, I really my favorite from them is uh, the Lions Roar album, mm-hmm. which is like five years old, I think. Um, I prefer it when it's a little like more like sparse folky versus mm-hmm. like this is kind of a fuller sound. It's slightly more yeah. polished, but I mean it's good. I do enjoy it. I think they sound great. Um, they have beautiful harmonies, really nice mm-hmm. sound. So I'll be, you know, I'm curious to hear the full album. I'm there for it. Cool. Glad we ended on a really. <laughs> we ended on a really <laughs> <laughs> like it. It's yeah. very. It, it's very Lindsay core. It's definitely it's very true. Lindsay core. Mm-hmm. Lindsay core. Yeah. Well, that Spotify released all their year-end data recently, like the top ten emergent genres of the year, and mm-hmm. Lindsay Core actually made the top oh, yeah. ten. So well, your influence in action. Amazing. Speaking of non-real words, um, mm-hmm. Post Malone used the word braggadocious last night, which I'm now going to start seeking oh, into wow. conversations. Yeah. Well, that's a real word, though. I've never once heard someone say braggadocious. Really? Have you? No. Yeah. I, is that actually a that's word? That's a word, yeah. Braggadocious. It's a... Wow, Post Malone just schooled you on uh, wow. ten cent words. Yeah, no, that's that's a real one. Yeah, it's a good. Interesting. It is a weird spelling too. I forget. It looks it looks like it's spelled wrong, but it's not actually. Look it up. Yeah, just like Lindsay huh. Core. Yeah. Yeah, that is a real word. <laughs> um. All right. So wow, a little little word lesson and yeah. music tips. Like Learned you get everything you want from this podcast. <laughs> Health tips. Drink more water. I mean, we've got everything here. <laughs> oh, God. Um. All right. Uh, someone please kill me. Let's, uh, <laughs> listen to it. First aid kit, fireworks. that was first aid kit um that's all we have here so uh, next week what a show what i a think show. next week yeah. yeah we will be talking about um our favorites from the year so a little tease Ooh, um boy. i guess expect uh any well let's, let's look at a tease anything that you're that you're thinking is like topping your or um, near the top of your list SZA for sure yeah this is pretty incredible I'm not gonna say I'm say Khalid is is way up there for me. Mm, mm. Agreed. But um, but yeah, all right. And Jason is Jason is, is mums. playing coy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. You know, uh, pretty much is going to be his. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> top song of the Rita year. Rita Ora. Rita Ora, pretty Obviously. much. Uh, yeah. Rita, you never know. Dagny. <laughs> Dag- 
Joanna Newsom, even wow. though she didn't have an album. Wow. <laughs> the way Lindsay said Dagny would just like cut to my core. You should just mm-hmm. so dismiss it. So dismiss Dagny. Ugh, Dagny. Oh. Okay, so next week uh, we'll talk about our faves. And uh, yeah, end of the year stuff, singles, albums, etc. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye. See ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.